Good evening, afternoon, morning, whatever time you're uh, you're getting this. Two guys, one cup. It is the 25th show. Here we are. It's amazing we've gotten into into 25 shows already. It feels like we're still on uh, number three and trying to figure this shit out and how to do it. But uh, yeah, 25, man. What's going on, Rock? What's up, pal? Yeah, 25, man. That's a that's a nice milestone for us. So it's very exciting. I, I think we're still trying yeah. to figure things out. We're still <laughs> we're still trying to work out bugs and still trying to get things to, to where we want them to be. But uh, always fun uh, talking to you and uh, seeing uh, where exactly. the show takes us. That's always the yeah, best we're, part. We're, I mean, just so you guys are all aware, like we're we're trying to figure out how to do a live show and stream it and have you know more participation mm-hmm. from you guys. I'm like, we're still trying to figure out this shit. <laughs> you know, one, right. Hopefully, hopefully in the new year, we'll have, um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know about you, Rock, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have the week off between Christmas and New Year's. So I'll have plenty mm-hmm. of time to uh, put into trying to learn how to do that stuff. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. we'll make it work. We'll figure yeah, we something wanna, out. Yeah, I'm we want to be able to get as many of you guys, you know, involved in the show as possible, uh, you know, as callers or coming on. Uh, we actually have a guest today. Um, a very loyal listener has been listening since day one with us, uh, Danny McGillicuddy. Mm-hmm. He covers the Q, uh, the was it, QMHL. How is it? The Q, the Quebec League. He covers the Quebec League yeah. for uh, Steve Cornianos, the draft analyst. Um, also a very avid watcher of the AHL. So he's going to talk to us a lot about Hartford. He's watched a lot of Brandon Othman games in Flint. So he's going to talk to us about Brandon Othman as well. So we got definitely got a lot to get you. Not, we we talked about we needed we needed somebody on to talk to us about that because you know obviously you and I yeah. are not we're we're not watching no. Wolfpack games so we need someone with a little bit more knowledge. Listen, than I us, wish so. I still had this my is, uh, that's perfect my old my old day job of sitting on my computer all day watching uh, watching hockey watching European hockey all all day. Yeah, that was a phenomenal well, that was a phenomenal life. Last change have. right in the list. <laughs> I had to go fuck it up by getting by uh, <laughs> getting married, buying a house, and having a daughter. But you know. Right now, listen. It's all part of growing up, man, and and you know, you know us. We still have a lot of Peter Pan in us that we're still trying to work through. So I am, I am a fucking, I am a Toys R Us kid. Maybe I know, man. I'm still a Toys R Us kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard there's a rumor that that uh, Macy's is supposedly bringing them back. Toys R Us. You heard about that? So that's a rumor. We'll see what how that comes to fruition, but. For that's for another time. I mean, it was nice to be a Toys R Us kid while you're sitting there on Sunday night. With uh, you know, just assuming you're going to overtime with one point, battle along the boards. Puck comes out to Fox to Zabenajad. Everybody in unison screams, "Shoot the fucking puck!" As he passes it over to Lindgren, I'm sitting out. I'm watching the game with my wife. Obviously, me and you had totally different perspectives of this uh, of this goal. Mm-hmm. 
I'm watching the game with my wife and I'm saying, and we are going to, holy shit. (laughs) But like I was saying it, like timing it with when it would hit zeros because it's still not fucking over until it hits zeros. And there it is. I was fortunate enough to be there, um, decided to drive in, which, you know, not always the, the smartest thing to do, but I hate being at the mercy of the train sometimes, especially if I wasn't drinking and um, missed the majority of the mm-hmm. first period. Um, we decided to get something to eat. So we, we actually didn't see the first two goals by either, either team. Then you had that wild second period, which, you know, we were <laughs> laughing. I'm like, we're going to need nine right. goals tonight to, to win this game. Um, and it was just back and forth. And, and obviously it's, it's something that I've, I've never seen. And I've been a season ticket holder since the year before the lockout. And I went to games even before that, but I've never seen a game live where there were literally four goals scored in, in less than two minutes. I mean, I've, I've never seen that. It was, uh, it was a night of right. firsts for me. Um, I, then, you know, I'm looking at the clock. I'm thinking the game's going overtime. And I'm looking at the clock. It's 20 seconds left. They're in the corner. And they scored. And it's the loudest the Garden's been in probably the last four years, at least. And maybe even before that. Um, The euphoria. Mm -hmm. The Garden still is not at full capacity. There's still a lot of empty seats. But it was probably one of the loudest games, you know, regular season games that I've heard. And God, I can't even remember the last time I heard it. I heard from other people. Uh, I knew two of the people that were there Sunday. They were also at the Zibanejad, uh five goal game, and said that it was the loudest that they've heard since the Zabanajad game. Yep. Five goal game makes sense. My buddy was at the five goal game, and uh, he said it was deafening. So uh, I would say, I mean, I wasn't at that game to com- to give you an honest comparison, right. but um, it was. I don't know how to explain it. I was at the Florida game and it's, it's so funny that it's like a tale of two stories where the Florida game you left, you know, thinking you stole a game, a game you, you had no business winning, especially playing coming into the third period. And then the Buffalo game where I thought they played phenomenal, especially in the third period, you know, they, they scratch it out by the skin of their teeth, but you left there feeling like, you know what they deserve. They deserve right. this one. It was a completely different feeling um, it was a it was a hard fought game. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered. We're going to dive into them, I'm sure. Um, their backup goalie, their you know first line, you know right winger. I mean, there's a lot lot to really divulge there or to dissect there. I should right. say, excuse me. Um, but uh, it was a phenomenal well, game. It's one one for the, the ages. The thing I want to touch base on with this game, this was the first. Remember, every time we talked about you know you know coaching changes, GM changes. And the the biggest thing with me, and I always I said it about Dan, about David Quinn, I was called him Dan Quinn. <laughs> speaking speaking of other horrible coaches, wrong sport. But, um, well, Dan Quinn played in the NHL. He played for Pittsburgh. He played. Oh, I was for, talking about um, the Falcons coach up twenty eight three. Oh no, but there was a Dan Quinn. He actually was a pretty decent player. He played for Pittsburgh. Um, he played for mm-hmm. Vancouver. Played for a few different teams in the eighties. So there you, you weren't go. far off. Um, but yeah, cause sometimes we can overrate a coach's impact on a hockey team. You know, the guys are out there playing and systems are systems. He made a couple of really key moves in this game that I thought really changed things. 
First off was getting Goudreau, switching Goudreau and Dryden Hunt. To start right there, Barkley Goudreau, to me, is having a very good season for who he is. Like He's on a, a pace for 40 points, which I think is a career high for him. I don't think he's about a 40-point season. Sean, I don't even think the guy's had over – I don't right. think the guy's had a 30-point so, season. Maybe in the mid-20s, from, if from that. A, I think I looked it up the other day. offensive production point of view – you know, he's exceeding any expectations we had for him. He's also being miscast in a role that he doesn't belong in. He's He is a, a high-end bottom six player, a very low, low, low-end top six player. So playing on the first line, we've seen two, time and time again, whereas Benajad and, and Kreider cannot create any offense with him on, the, on that line. Dryden Hunt, you know, is probably the equivalent of, you know, like a 4A player in baseball. You know, he's an AHL to 12th, 13th forward type. But he has, he does have spark and it's, can, you know, can he do this every night? And that's usually the difference of what makes a really good player in the NHL. And what doesn't is consistency. Because if he can play at that, at that gear, every shift, and you're talking, you know, if he's going to play five on five on that line going forward, that's that's you know sixteen probably fifteen to sixteen minutes a night. That's a huge bump for him. Uh, but he, right. listen, he has a very high motor. He's excellent on along the boards, digging pucks out, and he can shoot. You know that's something Goudreau couldn't do. Goudreau could can't, he can't shoot and he can't stick handle. You know Dryden Hunt takes the puck behind the net. He has three guys hit him and he maintains control of the puck. He's not great. He has not great hands either, but he's better. But than he possess. But he can possess the puck, which Goudreau can't do. He's he reminds me. He's very similar to Kevin Rooney. As far I, I say, I think from yeah, a talent perspective, I would say he maybe have a slightly better shot than Rooney. Um, I think Rooney's a, a better stick handler. Um, I, I listen. I don't hate right. the kid up there. I, I think I like it rewarding. Guys that have that have played well and have that have he's I mean he's never taken a shift off I mean you, you notice right. him every game he's not always creating offense but he's creating havoc in the zone he's forechecking he's skating hard and you know you can't really ask for more from no. your fourth line I mean he's played really well so I don't think it's a long term answer I think that it's a Scott stopgap guy it's to you know the team's winning right and it's easy to be patient when the team is winning. It's when the team starts losing two and three and four games in a row or losing four out of five, you know, that you start getting nervous. Like, you know what, maybe these guys can't cut it. But for right now, for right now as we speak, and it looks like we're going to be catching the Islanders at its most vulnerable. And if they don't win tomorrow night with seven guys on uh, you know protocol, then – I don't know. <laughs> they got bigger problems. Yeah. Uh, un- unfortunately, it's like I could just totally see a four to one loss tomorrow night if they play. Oh god! Every Islander fan that I'm friends with is is trying to get this game post, but they're trying to speak it into existence. Get this game post. Post. Listen, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I mean, listen, it's a, it's a they've been dealt a shit deck. But I mean, think about uh, you know the Devils, uh, Philly. Um, there were a bunch of teams last year that got right. decimated by COVID. Rangers were lucky; they didn't have that many guys. True. But there were a lot of guys. It happens. It is what it is. Teams get decimated by the flu. It's just the way it is. Unfortunately, that's the way it's bouncing yep. right now. So, I mean, listen, they weren't playing well before this. So they want to use the excuse, you know, uh, of COVID. That's fine. But no. they weren't playing well no, before they, this. Yeah, okay. So 
that it magic is what that it they've is. had is, it yeah, is what it we is. saw it with us. It happened to us after, you know, four long playoff runs in a row. You know, it, it takes a toll, mm-hmm. especially their style of play. It, it takes 100%. a toll and they're an older team that got older. You know, they have Chara playing in their top but, four on D. Right. I mean, th- but take take Parisi and Chara out of the equation. Matt Moore's in his 30s. Green. But Bovillier's young. Sean, the team's not that old. I mean, Pellick, Pollock. You know, I know Andy Green's old. You know, Sorokin's young. You know, Bovillier, Brock he's Nelson, 30. I don't, is in his early, you know, mid 20s. Yeah, he's 29. Isn't he? Yeah. He's 30 Brock already. He's been there a long time. Bailey's wow. You know 30s. what it is? Is I know Bailey's in his 30s. But, I mean, Borzell's yeah. in his mid 20s, isn't Bovillier, he? I mean, they still Dobson got a few guys guy. that, Dobson, Wallstrom. I mean, they have a few guys right. that are young. It's not like they're all over 35. We're not talking about, like, the Devils with, with Danico <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, Niedermeyer right. and you know you know Stevens that, right. that those teams. We're also not talking about you know even Washington. They're old, wa- but they're figuring it out I somehow. Get to the, to, so the other thing that impressed me a lot with Gallant in this game, and the second period ended. I was texting with you a little bit. I was texting to, with a couple of other friends, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Tell me, show me some balls, and tell Igor to go and to go stretch during intermission and get him ready. Like go." go Go and get these two points. You, you. Mm-hmm. It's not even about the fact that you know Georgiev is struggling. It's what's the message that it sends to your skaters? Like I said, me and you have both played hockey for a long time, and anytime you're playing in a game where you you do not have faith that your goalie can stop the puck, it deflates you as a skater. So you know they're they're trying their asses off. They scored four goals, and then watch. Listen, three of those four goals. An average goalie say an average NHL goalie saves. You know, one of the goals I give. You know, listen, it was scoring on anybody, but three of those goals got to be stopped. The one, the the deep one, that was, the deep one of Fidalin, the last one I thought was I can't I don't know if I could blame him for that one. The Tage Thompson goal, um, yes, was horrible. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what the other ones were, but um. He's battling. I mean, he's fighting it. I mean, it's three years in a row where it's I, it's progressively gotten worse each year. You know, and and you hear these. You hear. I mean, I've heard. I've heard it from everywhere. They should have traded him three years ago. They should have traded him three. Well, what were right. you giving up? And who right. was replacing him? He was him? found property. I mean, what, what, excuse me. What no, were no, you I, getting? Yeah, we, and who's right. replacing him? So you're better off keeping him as your backup. He's not really making – in the grand scheme of things, he's not making a ton of money. I mean now he kind of is. But I'll tell you, Larry Brooks brought it up and I think it's the perfect backup, Halak. Yeah. I think he's the perfect backup. Vancouver's going nowhere. To me, that is I, – I was going to sit down and look through every team's goaltending and I heard him mention it on his podcast today and I was like – I'm sold. 1.5 million. He's played in Montreal. He's played in New York. Oh yeah, he knows he's, the market. He's just a, he's a veteran guy. He knows his role. He knows he's a backup. He's played in Boston as well. He is yeah. perfect. Almost as perfect. And you and you put you, you wave Georgie. Listen, yeah. if someone wants to take up his salary for the year, Goodbye. fine. I mean, I don't even know what you can get for him at this point. What do you I'm think? I'm not worried about think? trying to get anything for him. Goaltenders don't go for a lot of anything anyway. What did Camp Talbot go for? And he was coming off a 
phenomenal season when, he, when he was traded. Quality, and where they get a third round pick? It was a quality season. Where if Hank won the Vezina, he should right. they should have shared the Vezina together. And he, because like he played games. all yeah. the games when yeah. Hank was hurt, right? Yeah. Was it a 15? like 18 in a row or some something. But was it that year he was traded? Was he traded the no, he was 16? traded after the at, oh, no, he was traded in 15 because yeah. that was Gordon's right. first offseason. Say they made the trade, right. but it was Gordon's first offseason as GM. But um But um he got a third round. I don't pick. care what you get. I and just you, don't want him on the team. I just don't want him on the team. I want Kincaid up here or Adam Huska up here. Because they because neither of them can be worse than what your give has been. And listen, he and has a quarter and of I don't, the way I'm not gonna sit now. here. No, and, and I don't want to sit here and, and blame the situation, but he has not been the same. I mean, he's been he's de- de- even gotten worse since the whole D'Angelo thing. It started thing. before that. I know it started yeah. before that, but you still had glimpses. But he, uh, you're right. It did start before that. But be, be, to be fair to him, they had a three-headed monster the year of the pandemic where Ego was playing, and when he wasn't playing, Lundqvist was playing. So he really didn't get into any type of, uh, any type of rhythm. So I really don't know if I can blame him for not playing well because he really wasn't in the rotation. You know, you weren't sitting in Lundqvist for five and six games straight unless, you know, the Rangers were firing right. off crazy wins. That being said, then he comes into, you know, obviously last season after not really playing that much down the stretch, didn't play in the bubble. Then he comes into this season, or excuse me, he comes into last season he has the incident with D'Angelo very early in the season. What was it, six games in? He had the incident with D'Angelo? Yeah, something like that. And he just, to me, just it was just a snowball effect. He's just never been the same. He need, they need to get rid of him. They need to trade him. I don't know what this team is looking for. I don't know what they're looking to do. You could find a backup goalie for for a million dollars who could do the if, if He's the same. And George is not even 21 years old. He's what, is he 25 now? Yeah, going on 26. I mean, listen, goal, listen, Cam Talbot, when he came up, I believe, was 26 right. or 27. So goalies who take you know, can yeah, get I better mean, with Jack age, Campbell was a, was a, what, the 13th pick in the draft, the 12th pick in the draft? It took him until he was 29. Yeah, he was picked um, – was he picked before or after McElrath? It was that draft. draft. It took him until he was yeah. 29 years old to figure it out. Now he's – it's the best goalie in the NHL so far to start the season. Yeah, which is blows. When you tell me those numbers, dude, I almost yeah. passed out. I, to me, I just don't see it. But I guess can we, you know, can we, of the uh, system. Can we can we pat my, can we pat old uh, Uncle Shawnee over here on the back? Bringing up JT Miller last week. And today he sits out <laughs> of practice, and all of Rangers Twitter goes nuts with bring back JT Miller. Yeah, we only said it here a week ago, guys. It's funny because we did the poll online. Nobody and responded. Uh, there weren't right. a lot of votes. Not many. Nope. Not a lot of people responded nope. to it. Um, but it was it was extremely even across yeah. the board. It was like seven yes, seven no, and five. Um, no, was it five? No, sorry, it was seven yes, five no, and seven only if we yeah. fleece Vancouver. <laughs> so it wasn't really it wasn't a big sample size, but um, I did throw it yeah, up there no, for I you just to kind of see what. Uh, what the fan with our with our fans and our, our listeners uh, thought I, about the situation because I've got I got a lot of mixed yeah. feelings from people telling me oh don't you know stick to your guns don't 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 cave in on on J T Miller we don't want him back and then we also got, got the people that said you know half retained maybe maybe so well just just the fact that he was basically trend you know him to the Rangers was trending today that makes that's that, crazy that's, that's all the vindication I needed. <laughs> that's crazy. 
they're, they're going to have to, I and mean, to get back to what, to the game itself, to the Buffalo game, because I know we kind of went off a little bit, but um, they're going to have to find, I mean, Mika's, Mika's putting up points, but he's not scoring. I mean, Kreider has 13 goals. The next Ranger with the most goals is Panarin with four. Well, it's like there's a bunch I mean, of them with four, isn't there? And Kako. I, I mean, Kako has three. I'm sorry. So it's Panarin so and then it's somebody four. else with four goals. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's – they're not – I mean, Kre- listen, Kreider – Bottom I mean, line is that – He's having a career, he's going to have a career year unless he gets hurt. But we've all seen it. He goes 10, 15 games sometimes without a right. goal. It's coming. It's going to come. I mean, it's unless he's just on one of those magical carpet ride seasons where he's just destined to score 40 goals. Right. He's got to slow down eventually, right? You would think. I mean, we're, we're, we're what, 19, 18 games in? 18. He's 13 yeah. goals. I mean, you got to think eventually well, he's going to People slow are eventually going to have to, they're going to start clogging the middle, you know, on the power play, especially trying to take him away. And that's going to open up the one timers. He almost scored another one against Buffalo the other night. I'm like, how the hell did yeah. he deflect that? Went off the sh- middle shaft of his stick and hit the crossbar. I'm like, and I'll tell you, you, you made, you sent me a, a tweet about, uh, not tweet, a text message about Dell. And I was telling my buddy Brian, we were at the game and I was telling him, I was like, other than last year against the Devils, and the Devils were putrid. Because, but I remember him I, in San Jose the year before the uh, before the pandemic, before you know the year of the pandemic. He stood on his head against us. This guy, he stopped Gauthier on a penalty shot. I mean, they they barely scratched the claw at a three two victory out of that game. So he's he's definitely been one of those goalies that have given them a hard right. time. So you know, kudos for you for bringing <laughs> that up. Now the. Thing I want to talk about here is the uh, the issues we're having with our third pair. So, to me, Nils mm-hmm. Lundqvist still just he doesn't w- without the puck he looks a lot better than he does with the puck, and his whole reputation is what he can do with the puck. So, to me, that just is signifying he's not comfortable. He's not NHL ready. I just think he would benefit so much from getting some games in Hartford, but. Mm-hmm. We really have no one to replace him with, and that's that's a big uh, big part of the problem. At this point, uh, we had to we had Danny McGillicuddy on for an interview, guys. Uh, this is a intermission, I guess, real quick. <laughs> uh, we had a technical issue where we had to actually uh, delete the entire interview, unfortunately. So we're going to hop right back into the action with what happened. After the interview, where we talked a lot about the Hartford Wolfpack and Danny's assessment on that, and uh, Brennan Hoffman, so we'll bring you right back to uh, right back to the action now. That's cool. So cool. That's that's cool that Robertson. You know, it's, it's is, great. Is someone who's really developing at a quicker pace. I'm I'm very happy to hear that because obviously the one game he had in the preseason, he got schooled, I believe, by mm-hmm. Marchant. Um. I, I don't think it was fair. I mean, he did. They played up against a very good um, bu- uh, Boston team. I believe they had a lot of their regulars playing because their, their team was pretty much picked. Um, and uh, Robertson was injured. So it's good. I mean, listen, the, the strength of our organization right. is our defense right now. He said it. I mean, it's not. I, he, I don't think he said anything that other than maybe Robertson and, and maybe Hunter Skinner. You know, and even Reunion, he said he was has played well. Um he said it. We knew, which we knew, is their their forward depth is right. non-existent in Hartford. It's Morgan Barron and everybody else. True. That's, true. That's it. 
So if they have multiple injuries, there's there's no – I mean, Justin Richards is coming up. And I'm not saying well, he can't, can't play. I just don't was, know was if he's – Rushoff? Rushoff? Uh, yeah. Rushoff? Yeah. He's a big winger. I didn't know that he was that big. No, he's big. No, he's a free – I remember he signed him as a free agent. The Rangers also have another draft pick. He's playing over in Sweden, Adam yeah, Estrom, yeah, who's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. yeah is he, was he a third-round pick? Okay. He, Franchise uh, mode, right? I'm hearing Franchise good things mode. about him. Yeah, and I forgot. My 2027 range team I'm operating anymore. right now, he's my fourth-line center. Yeah. Is he? Is Avinajet still no, playing? Is he retired? to the end, man. Five goals and everything. Um, <laughs> the other guy, like we didn't get to ask him about Will Cooley. I sent um, I sent him on assignment. I think to, I think right now Offman and Cooley are yeah. the two guys that are are the are destined. Those but are the Cooley, two guys we're waiting for. Is Cooley going to play in our top six? To me, Offman's the no. I'm Cooley's probably going to play right. in your in which your is, middle which six. Is fine, we need that. He's the guy that's going to play in your third line. He's going to play. Maybe he can pull up to your second. He's Sammy Play essentially. Eventually, I, that's why I think you, you who he's going to be. I maybe with a, with offense. a slightly more yeah. more offense. Um, and I, and I'm fine with that. But Othman, Othman is a second round pick. Especially, listen, I hope to God that Kraftsov, you know, comes back to the Rangers. We go on a playoff run. He's a part of the team. He has a big play. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and it's just like, you know, you know, let bygones be bygones. The past is the past. You're part of the team now. Right. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And, let, and let's just hope that that hope for the best with that. But if not, then it's important that Othman can fill that, you know, that other top six right ring role. Right. Does it concern you that, you know, Georgie now he's asked now he's indirectly asked for a trade. So now we're now talking about another no, player that's I, I not happy here. He, knows, he 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 wants to be a starter. He wants to be a team. And going into this season, if you listed your top 30 goalies in the NHL, I would I would have had him on that list. So in his mind, there is a team out there he should be a starter on. Just like when Ranta left, it was he became the starter for Arizona right away. Who's Arizona's goal? Now? Nobody. I think I think they bought right out now. Darcy Who's Kemper. Arizona's right. So Oh no, they traded Darcy Kemper for to Colorado. Salary then? They said something. I don't know what they did, but I know he got Arizona's paying more money they're for probably paying a portion of his, they are paying a yeah. portion of his contract. But he's he's okay. in Colorado. But, um, to me, that's a, to me. I mean, maybe they know that if they put him on waivers. I mean, but at this point, it doesn't, doesn't really no, fucking because matter. He's replacement level. The next man up is going to be. I just think the Rangers have spent so much time. I mean, I understand the whole D'Angelo thing. I mean, we've talked about it at nausea, not getting anything for him. You know, taking a lot less for Leah Sanderson. You know, I just think that they're maybe they're just tired of losing. Well, we didn't give up. We didn't assets. use anything to get Georgie. We didn't use a draft pick. We didn't trade for I, him, dude. I agree with you a hundred and fifty percent. You find five bucks on the ground and you go to a roulette table and put it on red, and if black comes up, all right, I lost. I, same, I agree with you. Same concept. I agree with you. My my whole point is that I just think that. I don't know if maybe they're just they're trying to squeeze. I mean, who knows? Maybe they two years ago when Toronto was looking for a goaltender, right. that was the time to trade him. Now, obviously, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but that was the time to move him. Once Igor came here, once Igor I, why came they didn't here, do it is it beyond me because he feels he's a starter, and I'm sure that that's weighing on his mind. Now, the only re- the only thing I could think of. Why he wasn't moved 
was they were not sure about Igor's health. Could be. Because let's be fair, and you and I talked about this at the beginning of the year. If he gets hurt now, especially now, yeah. we're so no, they would they would have to make unless Kincaid or Huska come up here, unless Huska comes up here and pulls right. a Cam Talbot, or Kincaid, you know, pulls, you know, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, you know, finds Ponce de Leon <laughs> in the Fountain of Youth, and you know, goes back in time and who does whatever he does, but. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know any way else to explain you, you would their have logic to, behind what, what they're they doing. Would do honestly, they they would take a ten game mark, and they would be throwing Georgia up out there every night. If if Igor if Igor got hurt tomorrow, and knock knock mm-hmm. on wood, he's, he's playing, playing every game until he figures it out, or they he's have to go every game. find somebody else. Like you said, you know, Braden Holtby type of guy, someone who wants to start. God, I, I I can't see I can't root for Braden Holtby in a Ranger uniform. I don't really like Halak either, personally. He's but killed us for years. Holtby was our but nemesis. He was, never, he was an Islander. I mean, he was an Islander. He was a Canadian. He was a Bruin. I mean, he Man. played on some of the teams we yeah, hate more than we anything. We never faced but, in a playoff series. Braden Holtby, the stupid no, fucking no, hair. No, no, no. Staring at the ice for two no, hours I don't like games. him. I don't like Holtby either. I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't like him either. But he doesn't bother no. me. You know, there's really no goaltender. I'm trying to think of a goalie that if he came to the Rangers, I would be pissed off with. He's really the only one because I don't I, – I can't hate Marc-Andre really, Fleury even though we had a lot of battles with him too. Yeah. I, I don't really Hope like him either. What, he's overrated. Or of, of, I think we played him in the playoffs, what, five yeah, times? We, own, we owned him in the Doesn't playoffs matter. though, Sean. I mean, let's be fair. Owned him the in the playoffs. Villain. And the only playoff series they beat us, I don't even think he was the goalie. Uh, Sam's – Verlamov was. No, it was it Samson? Uh, it was Verlamov. No, Verlamov was. Right. So he wasn't even the goalie. The one playoff series they beat us. Yeah. Because when they went to the cup final, they didn't right. go through us. The only playoff they beat us was the Wade Redden, uh, Fedorov goal, and Verlamov was in net. That's the only time. Listen, this fan base has never they taunted They blew a two one. This fan base has taunted the shit out of Holtby. Year after year after year, and granted, we've gotten the better of him. But I mean, he—he's him and Ovechkin are public enemy number but one. But as a backup, does it? Do you really care? I mean, Kirk McLean was a backup, but we faced him in the yeah, Stanley Cup final series, and he was a devil too, Kirk McLean. I mean, Man. people forget that, but I mean, I, I can't think of another goalie or player. I mean, I, I don't. It wouldn't bother me. It's not. It, it, He's it wouldn't set, bother me for me if it's just he for was me, just there Braden to Holtby fill in a spot. Is the second most hated goalie for me next to Rodor. That's how much I hate Braden Holtby. Oh, shit. Uh, we weren't old enough no. for Billy Smith. Or, I'm not yeah, old we're not old Smith. enough for Billy Smith. But I, um, Hextall, eh. Kelly Rudy wasn't a big no, deal. The, see, I don't hate. Um, I, I really have no disdain for anyone who's ever worn an Islander uniform. What about DPN? No, I don't hate him. They were the worst. They were the worst team in the league. I hate Mike Dunham, but I mean, and he played for us. He, they were the worst. <laughs> he by far is the is. I, I'm telling you right now, the worst number one goalie in Ranger history. Who? Hands down. Oh yeah, no, Mike Dunham. We, we, we've Mike said Dunham, it to 25 episodes. I think we've I would have taken Mike Richter on with with. <laughs> I could have t- would have taken Mike Richter on a in a wheelchair with. Two bad knees, a bad shoulder, concussions, everything right. that Mike Dunham. 
I would have taken Dan Blackburn with two blockers. But there's no other goalie listen, I hate more than more than Hopi. But it would. Do you really yes. would bother if he's your backup you goalie? Want, just to see him wearing. I don't know. If he's your starter, yes. I don't want backup? to see him wearing a Ranger hoodie. It would bother me that much. Um, all that, right. Think of how you would think all if Brodor right. became a Ranger. That's literally the disdain I have for Hopi. I don't know. I, I think that's. I a Brodor would bother me. I would. I don't ever want to see Brodor right. anything. That's Rangers. how I feel about Hopi. Just like with Trottier, when Trottier became the coach of the Rangers, he has a, a Ranger sweatshirt on. I just yeah. couldn't. I just couldn't. We just couldn't. But I mean, think wrap about my who head are the teams that. that we, you know, for the last fifteen years, last twenty years. So going back to, but but Sean, we've killed. We've had so Washington many battles in the playoffs. But we've owned them. I we've owned them. So and every, I still every don't think We came up three three games I still to one against the enemy them. Who was a loser to me so many times to then come join me? I guess. I guess. He's, I don't know. He's I, I, that smug face you just want to slap. I like, get I know. I, I, that's how I feel about Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, that's how I feel about a, a lot of guys. He's such a nice dude off the ice and so personable. It's, it's hard to hate him. And Matt I just Murray think, beat us the last time, not him. See, th- I'm going to tell you my beef with, with, with Marc-Andre Fleury. They think – everyone says he's a yes, better that, goalie that than Lundqvist. That part bothered me. And that's right. the part that pisses me off because he, he just, just showed you that Matt Murray stepped into those Pittsburgh teams – Fresh out of wherever he played, I don't right. know where he played, and won right. two cups. So you and I, all right, you want to say, okay, Mark Andre Fleury brought he brought Vegas to a cup final. Okay, fine. Michael Layton brought Philly. Any goalie can <laughs> get hot. True. Anthony Niemi won sure a cup with Chicago. Corey not Crawford goal, is right. not a good goaltender, and he won two yep. cups in Chicago. In my opinion, since the lockout. The best goaltender to win a cup is probably Jonathan Quick. Since the lockout. Yeah, Cam Ward. Jordan Cam Bennington? Ward Blue. No. Cam Ward? No. Niemi? Crawford. Uh, all right. To w- I'm still picking. I'm still picking. To win the cup. Over, over Quick. Flurry's still an all time great. Listen, he's not had he a lot of wins, but he also played a great team. I'm taking Flurry over Quick. To me, Quick had a very okay. Richter at it's apropos because he grew up loving Richter. Quick won two cups without right, having, but he was never great. A, a but he was never back great up, season. So he was, it was very, very similar career to Richter. But Flurry also had a, a, a stretch in between where he was terrible. He was hurt, and everyone forgets that. Like he was bad from, but why do you think Matt Murray took the crease from him? Well, the first one he got, he hurt. was terrible. Yeah, the first cup. But what about after that? They went back to him because he the whole season next season. Yeah. No, no, there's no two ways about it. But then he re- resurrected his career in, in Vegas. Overrated, yeah. but that's just me. I still take him over quick. But I, I have see me, my I, my range yeah. of bias is coming out, and I'm going to be I'm let it be completely <laughs> transparent. I didn't want Ovi to win a cup because Lundqvist did it. I, it's all. This all hinges around. I mean, Sean's gonna. Sean's gonna love this. Sean McCaff's <laughs> gonna love this whole Lundquist love set, love fest right now. Um, but that's what it boils down to. Because I feel if Lundquist could have won a championship, I don't want. I don't Hope want Ovechkin winning one. I don't want freaking. So Holtby won a cup and hanged it, and you want him wearing our sweater. I know. So you don't think that fucking bothers me? But I, I just. I don't care. I just. That's the. I. He does it to me. I he doesn't I'd get no fanfare. I think I'd go headbutt on Holtby. 
He's not someone right, I punch so, and headbutt. All right, so take Holpe out of the equation. So how do you feel about David Reddick that, that, as a backup? That's fine with me. I have no – no, I'm not I, – I wouldn't – To me, Halak's the guy. for joy for it. I wouldn't hate it. Halak, same. I mean, he, he's – Would you give up a third-round yeah, pick third for Halak? Third-round picks and after a roll crapshoot, so that's fine, especially okay. where we're at. That's as high as you no. go, though. You're not giving a second-round pick up for Halak. Third-round pick. I'm giving up a second-round pick. I, listen, I'll put it to you this way. If you're giving me – like a legitimate one a and if they're making money you're picking up half the salary and it cost me a two i have to look at halak's numbers this year see how he's done how he's doing he's old now he's like what's 37 right ideally i would want but someone again, you're asking him to play you're asking him to play 20 games yes but ideally right? i'd want someone a little bit Figure. younger so that there's a little more durability god forbid you know has to actually play every game well then then david, then david riddick is probably the guy then because mm-hmm. he's a lot younger I think I don't even think he's thirty. Like for instance, uh, to me, those, to me, those are the two guys. Way. If Kudobin did not have, oh no, next year, next year, and it costs us a second round pick. No, no, it, he does have next year. If it costs us a second round pick to get Kudobin, but they're going to need fifty percent for the next two years, yeah, you know, for this year, or next year, that I would do because I'm that sold on what Kudobin can do, especially in the playoffs. Good point. I just don't think they want a three million. That's what I'm goal. saying. He would only be a one and a half million dollar goal. Right. That's right. No, I agree. That unless it up listen, unless you get Kudobin and you can figure out a way for right. Oh, do you give up a second? For if a we're making a run, short? you have to have a one A. Yeah, you, I guess you have to. Second round pick for a backup goalie, though, God. bro. That's like to, that's to go and if you if you really consider yourself a cup contender, which as of today the Rangers are a top ten team in the league, which consider they're a cup contender. Okay. Now, will, will we be here okay. 40 games from now? Remains to be seen. But for right now, this is where we are. If we're in the same spot in the standings, playing the same way mm-hmm. 40 games from now, trade dead, you know, trade deadline, let's say. Mm-hmm. That's like going into the playoffs it, with six with six defensemen that you, you can count on, which we all know you need at least eight, if not nine. And that's why you always see guys like Ian Cole, Rod Hainsey, yeah. you see all these veteran guys right. that you just know. Listen, yeah. no matter Can't what play. happens, I know I could throw this guy out there, and they won't get they yeah. won't they won't embarrass yeah. me. I'm not going to lose a series because this guy's out there. You need to yeah. have a one A in that because God forbid Igor gets hurt, which he has shown he can get hurt. You're going to ruin. You're going to lose your whole season over a second round over the difference of a second or third round pick. It's a second round pick. You're going yeah. for it. Well, listen, I. Uh... My my only thing is that they need to be realistic and, you know, giving up. I'm all for trading draft picks, especially the fact that they've, they've accumulated so many right. and, they, and they have. But they need to figure out – listen, if this team is right. flying I'm talking going about into contender. the trade deadline, flying right. going in – then yeah. Because let's be honest. I mean the, 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 they need to get out of the – I think if – the only team in the West that really scares me is Calgary. Right? Would you be? I mean, does Edmonton? I don't know the Calgary's even for real. To be honest with you, yeah. Well, let, let's just say, just as as, as we're looking at me. the teams at this present Edmonton's moment in time, Calgary. To be fair, is really the only team that scares you no, out, out west, correct? Me more than Calgary. Honestly, I, not Michael Koskinen. I, he scares you in a playoff series. I'll tell you Mike right Smith. now. If they go into the playoffs with those two as their goaltenders, the whole front office should be fired. I'm, I'm, I, all right, that, that's that's a great point. But I'm telling you, as presently constituted out west, no no one's made a trade. Cal, Cal, Edmonton scares you more than Calgary currently. Yeah. 
still do. Okay. I still have to figure I, out I don't agree to with that, but that's fine. Guys. That's fair. To me, Calgary's deeper than Edmonton, and they have a, a superior goaltender. Yeah, no, the goal, it's not even close. In that. Yeah, superior close. goaltender. So, but I'm worried about. Right. The, I'm worried about just getting. So we'll, out of we'll, the we'll, we'll, that's fine. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll say two teams. We'll say Calgary and Edmonton. Those are the right. two best two teams right. out west currently. Vegas doesn't scare you unless maybe Eichel comes back and I'm not he, worried about you know the, I'm whatever. Not Who knows what he's going to be? About the east. All right, you got to climb over Tampa, Florida, Toronto. I'm not worried about. We Toronto. Have to, we're going to see what Boston looks like Friday. We're going to yeah. see what Boston looks like because they still got those three guys. We're going to see how it goes. I'm not. I'm not sold on Leas Olmark as their number one goalie. Tuka Rask was another animal. The guy back. owned the Rangers. They, yeah, they I, think he'll be ba- I think he'll be back. But in- they're going to have to figure out what they're doing with him. They just signed Olmark to a. What did he sign? A two or three year but deal. He's going to be back by the deadline. By the Olympic fine. Game. Then, then you got to figure Washington's still playing well. Um, who am I missing? Cal- a Car- a Carolina. So you got six teams. You have to. Are you better? Are, are currently, if you are you presently constituted, are you better the than only, those six teams? The only teams that truly like, if we're in a playoff series with them, I'm like shit. Carolina, Carolina. Florida. I think Tampa can be. You're beat. not worried about Washington. I think they can. Listen, we would be underdogs. I'm not saying like, oh, what about no, no, Florida? I said Florida and Carolina are the two teams, and we're not. Tampa. I think Tampa can be beat. Braden Point just got yeah, hurt. I, saw too. That. I don't know if you saw that. Stamkos is playing um, out of his mind right now. Will he be doing this? I also – Stamkos has played really he's well. He's playing center. I agree with you. He's, and he's skating well. Like mm-hmm. He's kind of back to what he was a few years ago. He wasn't playing center previously? Not on and off, but he's playing completely down the middle. They moved – what's his name outside? Um, Who? Sorelli. Sorelli, they Pilot? moved to, to wing. Yeah. Oh, did they? He's a nice little player, Sorelli. I like Alex Kalorn. He's, he's, got, he's a guy who loves the range they did one – They've won back-to-back cups. They may be. They may be, be shot. They may, may be vulnerable. I'm just saying, if they we may played be them in a series, I wouldn't. I, I would be more confident playing Tampa than I would Florida or Carolina. Washington does okay. not scare me. They're a good team, but I think that we're on right on par with where they're at. So they wouldn't scare me. I wouldn't be like shit. Do Do you feel like the Metro's starting to yes. separate? Yeah, I think. So you feel it's just you think it's the top four, and you. Why do you feel about say Pittsburgh? The only team that can challenge the top three as where we're at right now is a healthy Pittsburgh, and that's a major question mark. I'm just talking a healthy Malkin and Sid and Tristan Jarry and goal and Casey DeSmith, and it's not Jim Rutherford. So you don't even though Jarry has played Jim better Rutherford, this year, so you don't know. But it's if not the playoffs. Trade deadline like they do every year with Rutherford. Yeah, and Jeff Carter's played yeah, well for them. But again, eighty-two games can you know he's what thirty-seven. It's an old yeah, team. It's an old team. I mean, we we you and I've said we and I've talked about this. We've been waiting for for Pittsburgh to finally I've fall been on their for face. Tom Brady to fall on his face. And I thought I, it was I'm happening. Sick of, I'm sick of it. I thought it was happening, and then they who they who did they just crush seven to two? Oh, who was yeah, it? The other night, it was a good oh, team. Who was that? Yeah, yeah it was yeah, a very yeah, good yeah. team. Was it? Flo- I can't no. think of who the hell it was now. Shit. Who the hell yeah, was it? They just doors off them. Totally. Yeah. God, Florida? I don't remember what it was. Who the hell was it? It's going to piss me they're off. They're the Patriots, man. Anyway. The same way I've been sitting here for 20 years saying the Patriots are done. You know, this is the end of the Patriots well, run. Last year. Look up in the standings. I mean, it's just. So <laughs> as, as much as I want to say Pittsburgh's done, 
if they have a healthy Sid and a healthy Gino, they're, they're going to be there at the end. But the Islanders, listen, do you, I, I forget what show it was. I think it, I think it was uh, Mick Kern said today. Like, oh, yeah, he was, Russ Cohen was on with Mick Kern today. And they were saying there is nobody in the hockey community that would have bet against the Islanders making the playoffs this year. Nobody. Like zero. Zero people in the hockey community mm-hmm. would have had the Islanders on the outside mm-hmm. looking in. They're not a playoff team. I don't, I don't want to go back through you know everything we talked about before with them, but they're flat out. They're just not a playoff team. Philly's inconsistent. Columbus is off to a really, really nice under-the-radar start, and Line A's, Line A's hurt. His father just died the other day, so condolences to uh, Mr. Line A. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the rest of the division is – there's a, there, like you said, there, there's a, right now there's a separation, and I think Pittsburgh is the only team that could get back into that top three race. What about Philly? Consistent. And Kevin Hayes is out for how many months now? He's a big part of that team. Why well, is he out for months? Or no, I just thought he was he out, he's, he's day to day. He's, he's still week to week. When they say oh, week uh, to week, it's usually a couple, Ryan Ellis is hurt. Months. Yeah. I don't know, man. I Between mean, me and you, I, I think Hayes you know, is still hurting from his brother. We, and that's understandable. I, I, I can't imagine. I can't, I can't, I can't right. imagine what he's going through. I can't. I can't. You can't. I don't even know. No. I couldn't even fathom no. what he's dealing with. Dude, I lost. I lost a dog, so, and I was inconsolable for a fucking couple of weeks. Oh man, I, I can't imagine too. what losing a been losing there a, too. a brother is like. Yeah. yeah. Listen, my my grandmother's my man grandmother's gone six years, and I, there's not a day yeah. that doesn't go by that I don't yeah. think about. Well, it sucks. So I mean, and she was yeah. sick towards the end. So I mean, it's uh, right. yeah. Who knows? But I mean, for, the the thing with the thing with this team is they're playing well. They need to put a, a full sixty minutes together. They need to put consistently put a but full sixty noticing, minutes together. They can't have these stretches where they fall on their the face. Are you noticing the difference between Quinn to Gallant now? Um, parts of us finding a way to win. And listen, I'm not sitting there watching. Yeah, neither of us have a trained eye to watch shift by shift matchups and stuff no, like that. No. But there has to be something to the fact that this the same team that's going out there that. Could never find ways to win the last two years. We would lose every time that it was a close game like that. Mm-hmm. And here we are finding ways to win games we shouldn't be winning. And now that we're playing better, we're still winning those games. Well, let's hear. Let's be fair. And I'm, I'm not. I didn't think David Quinn did a bad job. So let me just preface that. You got a healthy Igor, which you did not have okay. last year. You have Lafreniere, Kako, Miller, Heedle. All yeah. a year older. Um, Panarin seems like he's got his head screwed on straight. You got Strom playing for a contract. You got Mika and Mika, who doesn't have to worry about his contract. He can play, you know, just play his game and do what he has to do. He has to worry about head hanging over his head. You got Kreider, who's I don't know, found again, found the fountain of youth and is just playing phenomenal. In him. You got a lot of things that are hitting. Yeah, you got Goudreau stepping in doing his thing. You got Rooney playing for a contract. You got Ryan Reeves banging bodies, and you got a bunch of guys that are trying to keep keep a hold on a roster spot, like Gautier and, and Dryden Hunt. So, and and then you got you know Lundqvist who's trying to make a name for himself as well. And then you got Adam Fox who's playing, who's shutting up everybody who said he oh, didn't sure deserve is. to win the fucking sure Norris is. Trophy. You know, I, I, I'm dying to meet CJ Raddick and say, do you still think Fox puts up all his points against right. bad teams? You still don't think he deserves the fucking Norris Trophy? Great. 
Watch the and fucking defensively, games. He's great. He's great defensively. He's phenomenal positionally. How many goals does he save in front of the net? Where he he's gets not a big. He's not Hedman. He's not Roman Yossi. And he's not a big dude. So he doesn't get the respect he the blocks, other guys get. He blocks That's how the many shots on open nets. He he picks up every stick in front of the net, which is an underrated mm-hmm. thing that a lot of people don't even look at. I just I just think that there's an aura around good the like the 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 five marquee type coaches in the league that are just winners. And Gallant is one of those guys. He's just he's a winner. And the team feeds off of it. And like I said, I don't know if it's they need he needs to win a cup to be a winner, in my opinion. Every time I, he's got I, a I team do, that I do agree. should get there, they fucking jettison him because he's he's harsh. I do agree with you. You know? I do agree. That I Panthers do agree with that. that. I think he's his. <laughs> listen, I mean, we didn't even talk about Meek again screamed out after That's the right. game after they won, Galan yelling at him. I think and I he yelled at Fox know, before that, which we didn't see, but they were Mike that. Rupp. Mike Rupp did a, did a podcast, and he, they asked him about Gallant, and he said, I love playing for the guy because he tells right. it like it is. He doesn't play. He doesn't dance around anything. He's straightforward, and he said the same thing about right. Tortorella. They don't, they don't play around. They, they tell you like it is, and that's it. Why Mika's complaining, and I love Mika, and we both love Mika. Why are you complaining? You're, you're up 5-4 four, four with point. Zero point point four seconds left on the clock. Why are you complaining about a penalty? Galant's absolutely right. It was a good open ice hit to me. So yeah. fine, whatever. Whether whether it should have been a penalty true, or not, Sean, it true. doesn't matter at that point. Shut your mouth. You won right. the game. Enjoy it. Move on. You're going to need the refs down the road to be yelling at them when you've won. I guess if you lost. When you I won the game, I'd be berating the ref. Also, if I felt that something happened, even if not we when you won, dude. Not if, not if I won. I would have. I might have said something yeah. sarcastic like, "Oh, we didn't need the call," uh, or something like that. But I'm not going to sit there and start jawing at the guy. I got to go back yeah. and look at that because I didn't. I didn't see that until right. you text me, and then I heard about it because I drove home because I listened to the post game, and uh, Donnie Pucks mentioned it. So, listen, Gallant, you got to love what he's done. He's getting the most out of guys. I would like for the big guys, other than Kreider, to start putting some more pucks in the net. Does but it bother you that he's the one scoring? Hopefully this is the corner that Kako's turned. Does it Excuse bother me? you that he's the one scoring the goals? Like, to me, it never matters no. who's... Who, it's no, when you it guys doesn't bother me, dude. I'm just saying, I, again, I agree with you. My, I'm only feel, my only fear is that he is very susceptible to long scoring drafts. And when you're when he has three times as many goals as the next guy, it's a little bit concerning. You like it to be a little bit more spread out. Where, all right, Kreider has 13, you know, Panarin has 10, Mika has eight, Strom has six. I mean, just just a little bit. I'm 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 never gonna complain because listen, I want Kreider to score 30 more than anyone (laughs) on this planet. Yes, you do. I mean, I have a countdown going. So, you know, it's – nobody wants Kreider to score 30 goals faster than me. I want him to score 40 at this point. I hope he does because Everybody. I want to shut up he should every be on the third Ranger line. fan who wanted to get rid of if him in the offseason. If he's on the third line, I'm rooting for another team. <laughs> Stupid. Nobody said a boo about the contract when he signed right. it two years ago. 
It's when we got Lafreniere and we got Kako and we got this. We had Kako already, but we had Lafreniere. We got Lafreniere and it was like, oh, well, we right. don't need him anymore. Well, you fucking do need him. You do Lafreniere's need him. Lafreniere's right where he belongs. He's carried this team Lafreniere offensively. right where he belongs. He's right. fine. Let the kid play where he is. He's right where he belongs. Let the kid play where he is. He's not Dawson Mercer right now. He's not Lucas Raymond. It, it is what it is. Everybody grows right. at a different pace. He's not ready to take that next step. I yep. think he will. No, I like, hope he, like I we're hope talking he about does. Danny, I'm just trying to be positive. Matures, he's going to be able to play his game. He's got to work on his skating. Yeah. He's got to work I'm on sure his skating. Will. Though. It's just I'm not sure good will. enough. He's not good enough. He can't but separate he can't himself from people. He's 190 pounds. You know, he's still not developed. He's a 20-year-old. He just turned 20, right? The best thing the the best thing this team can do is for to right. win, keep winning, because if the team's winning, regardless of how they're winning, nope. no one's worrying about Keandre Miller turning the puck over behind the net. Nobody's worrying about you know Lafreniere not scoring for four games. Nobody's worrying about anything else other than who is the next team we're playing. How can how, how, how do we how do we beat them? About Keandre Miller, does it concern you? And, the, and I didn't notice it at first, but I've noticed it in watching the game since. The quote-unquote Connor McDavid move that he did, the goal that he scored going down the right side. Mm-hmm. You know, and he said that, you know, I've been watching a lot of McDavid tape, jokingly. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. a lot of notoriety mm-hmm. for that. Okay. He's now tried to play with a little more flair like that since. Is this going to his head similar to the Odell Beckham catch? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I listen. I'm not a football guy, as you mentioned. It's may, impossible you know. to. I do know yes. who Odell Beckham is. Um, I don't think I remember. Didn't he do? Was he the one that did yes. the fire hydrant? He does a lot of fire hydrant. Thing? Did a lot okay. of things like that. I wasn't sure. Good but he had the one catch Whatever. in his rookie year before he accomplished the goddamn thing, and he became a superstar yes. Yes. in the league yes. without accomplishing yes. anything off of one highlight. Okay. I have no issue with Miller bringing offense to oh, his I love, game. I love it. I just don't want him to, to sell out. No, I mean, listen, Truba, Truba to me can is it can is like a hybrid because I think he can play offensively. He can jump into play like he scored right. the other night. He went to the net. And I also think he can be a stay-at-home guy. So I think if, if you're going to do it, then he's the perfect right. person to do it with because I think he can read a play per, better than any defenseman on the team, maybe other than Fox. But you know, I, I don't really mind it because I look at it from this perspective. He's he's not going to be a guy that's going to bang bodies. He's not going to be a guy that's going to be overly physical. He's not going to fight. So for me, if I'm Keandre Miller and I want to prolong my career, you got to probably put some right. offense up. Okay. And if you want to stay, if you want to stay with the Rangers, you're going to have to do something else other than so just you have a good see him poke have check. Puck on his stick a lot more than. Uh-huh. I, yeah, I have no problem with that. The kid's a great skater. He's a very good skater. He's probably the best skating defenseman we have. I think he's a better skater than Fox. Yeah, no, no, that's the weakest part of Fox's game. So yeah, that's I completely agree with that. And I don't think Scott. I think Fox is. It's the weakest part of his game, but I still don't think his skating is as bad no, as people. No, make it's, it improved, think, it's improved. It's improved a lot think it is. in the last two years. Fox's biggest issue is his height, and that's something you just can't you can't fix. But he compensates for it by being yeah. elusive. He doesn't get hit very often. He's just so elusive with the puck. He's had a, he's had There's a lot of reach in him, and I don't want to. Pick, I don't want to pick on him because he the one turnover where they knocked yeah. the puck out of midair against Buffalo. 
I mean, dude, I mean, is it me? Does does that happen (laughs) all the time against us where players knock the puck out of midair? Didn't I text you that we, 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 we finally did it. Was it Miller that I think it was Miller that knocked the puck down at the uh, at the blue line? I didn't. I yeah. didn't even I notice it. It doesn't happen. We often. finally fucking did it ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> finally kept the puck in the zone. Yeah, you did send me that one. Uh listen, I, I it's a lot of things to be smiling about. I want these next right. three games. I want to kick the. You have to kick a dog. While if the Islanders are as decimated you as they to. are, Sean. If they don't win both of these games as brutally bad and as as decimated as the Islanders are, and even when the Islanders come back, they're not going to be 100%. You have got to kick the crap out of them now because they may turn it around. We need these points. Take advantage of the wounded gazelle while you can. I don't want to get embarrassed on on prime time, on uh, national no no, on, on Friday. We're playing on on Channel 7. We're playing on ABC on 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 ABC. National game. Right. Right. One o'clock. Drinking. Right. Day drinking. Right. I'm ready for it. Hmm. <laughs> I'm ready for it. So, um, Very good. yeah, no, I, I, I want to get six no, points. They, these next I two want, games I want are six huge. points out of this. Minimum five. I, Minimum listen, five. I'm with you. Six listen, points. Well, and you know me, I'm normally the, the, the pessimistic mm-hmm. one. I think this is definitely an opportunity to pull away, get some, right. get some points right here. Listen, the Islanders are going to give us a hard time Wednesday, and if you don't think they are, you, then you've never watched right. the Rangers no, game. It always will be, you know. And when the Rangers have been good, the Islanders have always given us a hard time. And when the Rangers early, have been bad, and then, I don't see that. I don't. See, oh, you need to take the fan, right. but you need to take the fan base out of it. Now, and I'm very curious to see what kind of mix you have. You know yes, anyone I know that's a going? Lot of people that are going. They're all Ranger fans. Oh, I'm good. actually checking so right let, now. Let, maybe we can get some kind of consensus of who's going. I want to see this real quick. Just pulling up uh, StubHub for a second. I want to see how many bandwagon Islander fans are already selling their tickets for Wednesday. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a friggin' uh, a slew. Have, have you heard anyone? Do you know anyone sure who's gone slew. yet? Right. I no. Uh, oh yeah. I know a ton of Islander fans are at the first game. Traffic. I heard it was horrible. Getting out of that parking lot's like getting out of Giant Stadium, guys. Yes. Is it that bad? Well, you know, getting out of the getting out of the what's it called? The Coliseum wasn't great either. It was it wasn't good getting well, out of the it Coliseum. Wasn't as bad as what this is because you're Wednesday is uh, going to be a flat I don't have a comparison. I don't have a comparison, but um, I can only imagine. Right now, there are like. still fifteen hundred tickets on StubHub for Wednesday. What's the cheapest one going for? Twenty five. That's not bad. Fifteen hundred tickets for oh, it's at the Garden. That's not bad. One hundred and twenty. Was that for a single or for a double? It just says. Uh, I'll tell you right now. One thirty-five for two seats in the uh, corner. That's not bad. That's not bad, dude. I mean, my tickets for Sunday's game are one hundred three face as a season ticket holder. Wow, one forty-five to sit upper level row three. In uh, that's not between bad. The circles and blue line. So it's not even in the corner, really. It's not bad. Yeah. No, that's. I want this game. I, I, I listen. I, I, they, they need. They got to. If they play, and I'm, I'm hearing rumors they might not play tomorrow, but they would have announced. They, it if already. they play this game, if they, they don't win, they all, all the credit they built up yeah. is going to come crashing. If down. they weren't playing tomorrow, they've got to beat this team tomorrow. tomorrow. They would have announced it Monday. They would have announced it today. They're going to play tomorrow. 
they yeah, would have announced it already, right? They wouldn't. They wouldn't. The report, they're not going to announce it to tomorrow. The, no? today, the, the reports were that Lamarillo already pleaded his case, and the NHL told him you got to play. So he's he already tried. He hates he already losing to the Rangers in the league. He hates yeah. losing to the Rangers. He hates and losing listen, to the that, Rangers. Mike Rupp said it straight yeah. out. Lou Lamarello hates losing to the Rangers. Seven guys. You're going to do what you can to try and get the. I don't care if it was against Vancouver tomorrow. Oh, listen, they, they want they would want the game. But you missing Andy. One of the guys is Andy Green, though. I mean, you can't replace that guy. <laughs> no, they missed Andy's old defenseman. Oh, they True. missed them all last year. He didn't play, right? And they were fine. Tom the players got one goal this year. One. I don't want to talk about the Islanders here, but they have a lot of under players that they're depending on that are underachieving. Listen, as long as John G. Yeah. Pajot's playing, is he playing? Pajot's playing. Was he, they're, they're they're guys they're, they're they were worried. Then you have a reason to worry. that are COVID related is Anders Lee and Bailey. And Brock. Well, well, and Brock Nelson has, hurt. is hurt. He's out two to four weeks. Yeah. But yeah. And Pollock's hurt. I mean, injuries they've got a couple of big guys. I mean, that are just injured. in the league on injuries. <laughs> no, I, I agree with 100%. But I'm just saying, like, so the big guys are missing are Andres right. Lee and Bailey. And now correct? Chara. Chara tested positive today. But that's probably a blessing for them. He's done. And, and Ru- Ross Maybe. Johnson. I don't sorry, know. They, got, sorry, they have this like, kid. No, uh, Ross Johnson. Like, okay. Oh, Ross Johnson. Come on. Give me a break. It is what it is. Well, the thing is, someone said to me and and, and talking to a friend, and they said, well, if the Rangers bring in a guy, that means someone's not going to play. I go, first off, Ryan Reeves is not brought in here to play 82 games. Right. He wasn't. No, you're Am right. I right? If Ryan Reeves brought in to play 82 Dryden games. Hunt is the casualty because we brought in someone to play on our top six, so be it. Well, I'm just saying, like, it is. it doesn't mean, like, if you play a very good skilled team that has, doesn't really have an enforcer type guy, I mean, not many teams right. have that guy. But you brought Reeves in to play against Washington, to play, brought him in to play against, you know, Philly and the Islanders and maybe the Devils. You need them. You need them to play well, this Winnipeg. We, this is what we. I mean, you need them to play they, Florida. Maybe, maybe their idea is different. I don't know. What? I thought that he was brought here to play 45, 50 games, but but maybe yeah. they they have different ideas. I don't know. He has been effective. I'm just saying, he hasn't like, just been. He's been listen. Right. I, he's been fine. He's been good. I, I have, I'm not going to sit here. He's not been. He's not been a, a problem for this team. That, but that whole fourth he hasn't line been. He's as, been as fine. a unit has been effective. That They've they been are, good. He's 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 drew penalties teams deep. He's been good, and they're getting the next line on against the end of other team shifts. To me, that's the most effective thing a fourth line can do. What I've liked about him is his is his uh, press conferences the most. <laughs> no, I have. I mean, he's no, been he's candid. Great. He's been honest. He talks like he was talking at a you know you know at, right. a, at a card table. You know, he's not. He he talks to the reporters. He you know kind of you know. Banters with them. It's 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 a it's it's a cool it's a well, he, different side of a guy. You can see why he's liked well, he amongst his teammates. Anson Carter on MSG Networks three years from now. <laughs> you think so? He might. I mean, he has a he uh, has he, a, oh, he has a great TV. personality. I zero doubts. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. I have no doubt in my mind. He'll he's gonna, he'll probably PK go back to Subban Vegas and do something. Trying so hard to accomplish with a post playing career, Ryan Reeves will walk will. Waltz right into. <laughs> Did you see that? Uh, speaking of uh, post playing career, you see yeah, how he's going to do T- yeah. some TNT stuff now. That's awesome. Good for him. So good for him. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, but Reeves has a has a very he's a sparkling yeah. personality, um, and uh, he hasn't hurt the team. He's been a positive again. 
And he's coming in a so playoff series against against three a games in a row. skilled team. Three games no, in you're row right. But in a playoff series against a skilled team, he's not playing. Who's a skilled team? And I said, so 34 year old guy. Who's the team you got to think that he's playing a playoff series that he's not playing against. I don't, Edmonton. Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference. Tampa. Hundred percent, he's playing against them. Pat Maroon. Why? They cancel each other <sighs> out. They're the same thing. I guess. I don't know. They have, I, don't, they I, don't, have the I, I, don't, I just don't see Maroon as that did, type of guy. So. All right, we have Florida. It's Washington and the Islanders and Philly. You need him against Toronto? Toronto, probably not. All right. You need him against Carolina? Yeah, yeah they're feisty. They're physical. Uh, you they're don't physical. need him. Come on. They're fair. definitely physical. Uh, you don't need yeah. him against Carolina. Did, did Carolina not? It's the Islanders. Did Carolina the Islanders, not physically beat the, the shit out of us in the bubble? Dude, but not, no, but not, you don't need that type of guy. You, you, then if you're going to dress. All right. So the Rangers go out and they make your dream come true when they get JT Miller. All right. Let's just play, play devil's advocate for a second. I'm we'll end here. Okay. You're, <laughs> you're, he's grinning from ear to ear. It's like Christmas morning in the Stein, in the Stein house. Um, you're pulling, you have to pull yes, someone out of the lineup. So now you're playing Carolina in a playoff series. You're playing Ryan Reeves yes. over Dryden Hunt yes. in that playoff series. I'm not. I'm 100% not. 100% not. If my, my, my fourth line is, is Goudreau, Rooney, and Reeves, yes, 100%. Um, see, I, I don't, that's my, this is my, strictly my opinion. I'm, I'm not. I'm playing, I'm playing Hunt. Hunt's better defensively. He's more more tenacious a, in the corners. Swagger and attitude. That I, I think he brings. has more of a uh, uh, high end upside than than Reeves does. That's just my opinion. Think that, but that's fine. Islanders, Philly, Washington. I'll give you Tampa. Hundred percent Reeves will play. Not playing against Carolina. He's not playing against Toronto. And you can question whether well, I'll put it to you I don't know if you play, even play him against Boston anymore because they don't have Corrali and they don't have Nick if Ritchie. He's healthy. He's playing. In the playoffs, whether 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 it's the right move or not, that's up to interpretation. Right. He, well, he didn't playing. he didn't play he didn't play in the playoffs last year. But remember, Gallant right. wasn't the coach last year right. in Tampa. So you're right. You're probably right. You probably will play. At least he'll start, right. and then they'll go, and from, they'll there. go from there. Um, so the, the last whatever, guy I no want to talk deal. to. Not, we, we need to get there first. Up, the last guy I want to touch base on right. is Julian Gauthier, because mm-hmm. I mean. When we started this podcast, I before the expansion draft, I said flat out, I hope I hate that word that we would lose him in the expansion draft, but for his career, I was hoping that Seattle was gonna take him so that he would have a chance to play in a in a role that suits him, to go out and play and to go and play offensively and just be left alone to go play every game. He's mm-hmm. getting that opportunity now. And now that he comes to the rink every day and doesn't have to worry about whether he's in the lineup or not, doesn't have to worry about whether he's being sent down to the AHL or not, he comes to the rink every day knowing I'm playing hockey and I'm playing on the third line with two other skilled kids. I mean, we're seeing it before our eyes, guys. The last four or five games, he's been, he's, once he starts finishing, and that is literally the only thing we're missing right now, other than that, I mean, he had a phenomenal finish the other day from his fucking ass. He's mm-hmm. driving offense every game. He's hitting everything in sight. He's doing everything that's being asked of him to do. 
And I'm really curious to see if he's given another 40 games to just go out there like this, what the results are. Because this is his chance. This is his chance for a career. This is... And even, even if, if it's, it's not, not here. here. Correct. This is, but this is his chance at being a top nine NHL player. He goes out there and puts up... Let's say that over the next 40 games, he scores 10 goals. That's on pace for like a 23-24 goal season. That's that's lofty. It's possible. Look, look at the chance. He's getting that's four. That's lofty, considering he's only scored correct. three no, NHL no, no, goals. Correct. But when you break it down, you look at every game. He gets by himself. He's getting three scoring chances. He's getting a lot of scoring chances, game. and he gets a lot of shots on goal. And he can do yeah. it on his own when he needs to. He can get to the net without any help. And we have how many guys on this team that can do that? Right. Two. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, Panarin I know people can't get criticize to the net us who have agreed too much. He can't. <laughs> Has he gone around no. one guy in the offensive zone yet? No. His move is to, is to make you think he's going wide, pull back up, and circle back up. That's been his move because mm-hmm. he can't get around anybody anymore. Right. Like I said, I mean, I people have criticized us. We all we do is agree, but I, I have to, I, I agree with you with this. I mean, he's he's getting he's getting rope right now, and right. it's up to him to decide what he does with it. I mean, you know, you know, so he's getting thrown he's getting thrown in the deep end. Sink or swim, pal. But he's that's but he's it. Playing I mean, he's gonna get. You got to think he's gonna get. So now we're in the we're in the right. end of November. He's gonna get. You got to think through the new year. So what is that? Another at least right. fifteen games. This is it. I don't see any moves being this made is it. until after the Olympics. Oh, neither so, do I. Yeah. No, so I, I don't neither do moves. I. So he's gonna get I'm, yeah, no, I'm just playing, you know, devil's advocate. I'm just saying he's gonna get right. at least to the new year. And this is his chance. I, I need to see it. I need to see some consistency. I need to see him finish. That's the biggest problem with that third line, is they're doing everything wonderfully right. except for scoring. And we talked about it with Dan before. Philip Heedle needs to finish. He needs to finish. The thing is with these guys is even if Gautier is not in the Rangers' plans, you still need him to produce in some, some, in some capacity. Even if, even if Gautier just says, you know what, my plans, he's got he's to show you more than what he has to see if he has any value anywhere. Well, he keeps playing like he's played the last – very similar. So remember Gallant's comments after Toronto? We lost this game, mm-hmm. but if we keep playing this way every night, we're going to win a lot of games. If Gauthier keeps mm-hmm. playing the way he's been playing the last the last week and a half, it's going to come. And if right. it doesn't, then he's then he's an AHL player, and we'll and we'll finally know that. Well, and that, that just brings you to what we what we talked about with Dan before. We talked about Tim Gettinger. I mean, Tim Gettinger is lighting it up in Hartford, but he's yeah, he an AHL have- player. Skills. I mean, you and I have watched Gertie him come up every here. Every skill other than an IQ. And, <laughs> well, he's like, like I said. I mean, he's got the speed. He's got the skill. He does. You have to right. see if he has the finish. I mean, Freddie Schuster was the same way. Fast, good hands, Schuster, could finish. Because you, you might know this. I sure don't remember it. Did, was Schuster a goal scorer in the AHL? Was Goche That's a great was. question. Goche I don't know. was a goal scorer. No, I know that. Goche scored yeah. big. Right. He scored big in the so NHL. So it's not like he – that's his well, game. Well, I mean, there's a lot of guys that have scored big in the NHL and they just never made the transition. I mean, Matt Pumple is the perfect right. other example of a guy that scored big in the NHL. But there are 
There this are guys is it, that man. can score in the NHL. I, I just hope the kid. I hope the kid blows up. Blows it up. I really yeah. do. For but his there sake. are guys like a Matt he deserves for it. He's he's never complained. He's never complained. He's put his head down. He's played. He's been used on the fourth line. He's been misused right. for two years. I, he's getting an opportunity, and I just hope for his sake he, he takes like advantage Matt of it. Matt Pumple, who yes, who put, can put up numbers. Pa Parento, another example of a guy who could light up in the in the AHL. Doesn't have the skill set to play in the NHL. Gochi has the. He had a good career though, Parento. He's he nice, just had he's he's just had, he had just a scoring touch, but couldn't do anything else. Well. Like said about a lot of guys, <laughs> but he but couldn't skate. Couldn't. Parento, Parento, Parento had a, had a decent NHL career, especially with the Islanders. Team. Yeah, the guy who could put the puck in the net on a bad team. Well, he played with Tavares. I mean, Matt I mean, Molson played with was Tavares, a very good playing peak. with Tavares. Matt Molson was not good. Well, listen, like I mean, what what do we what do we you and I've talked about on this show? What it be fifteen times? Yeah. Great centers make average players really superstars. I mean, let's be fair. <laughs> I'm going to probably get slack for this. Is Yari Curry as great of a player we'll, we'll if he doesn't play with Gretzky the we'll majority of his career? We'll never know. How about – I mean, let's – how about, you know, how, how many guys did Lemieux make – I mean, not Hall of Famers, but Kevin Stevens, Rob Brown. I mean, I'm John Cullen. I mean, these are all guys that played right. with Lemieux. Well, Cullen was good in Hartford. Crosby. Cros- yeah. Cullen Joey was Mullen good was good in Calgary but before like, we got there. But Mullen played with New England. That's true. That's true. In Calgary. So, I mean, you know, like I said, great centers, immortal players, Crosby. Yeah. You know, those type Brian of guys. Russ, and, and, you know, AHL players. Yeah. And, and Jack, and listen, Jake Gensel's proved that he's he can play without Crosby. But, you know, Rust, Sheary. Yeah. You know, these guys have all played with Crosby and then they've all had right. career years. It just It's just the way but it goes. But can you imagine, like – because it's possible. Lafreniere, Heedle, and Gauthier, if they stay aligned, like I said, going into the trade deadline and reevaluate at that point, mm-hmm. they have a they right. have a chance to be legit what the triplets line was for Tampa in twenty fifteen. How old is Gauthier now? 20, is he twenty five yet? Or is he only is he still no, like twenty two, twenty three? He just turned twenty four. All right. Well that's still that's twenty four is when you start you better get your shit together because you know you're running oh, out of oh, time. This, this is his chance for. This is he, it. He just turned. 24. I'll tell you what I will say about he the Buffalo game. Last month. Okay, what I will say about the Buffalo game is they were completely looking past Buffalo to yes. the Islanders. You could just you just felt it the they way they played way the first period. I, I know I didn't watch the first period live. I uh-huh. watched it when I came home just because I wanted to see how they played. They were completely looking yep. past Buffalo and just yep. you could just tell. They knew they could they flip the switch this time game. they needed to. Right, and they did. They did in the third period. Like I said, it was it's about the third period well, about, against Buffalo. Even though they they only scored the one goal, they, at the they turned tail the switch in the, the second period. period. The goalie let them back in the game. Yeah. First period, they they got the you know they get the goal late by Kreider to tie it at one one. They probably sat there during first intermission and said, "All right, you know, let's uh, let's let's put this one to bed." They make it a two to one game. Buffalo mm-hmm. ties it and then takes the lead before they could even announce the fucking our second goal. You know, it's yeah. Like, well, oh, that was brutal. So I'm going to ask you this burning question here. What happens first? I'm pro- I probably know you. I know what you're going to say, but I, I want to ask it anyway. What happens first? They replace Hunt 
on the top line or they've replaced their backup goalie? Backup goalie. Okay, that's what I thought you said. Now, replace Hunt on the I, top I, line, I, I meaning like, will they put Goudreau in two games from now? No, 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 Outside. no. I'm talking about they get somebody Outside. permanently no, to take that spot. going to be taken care of before any anyone, okay. any forward. Okay, that's what, I, that's what I would say. But I just, yeah. I just figured I'd ask you because I, I thought you were going to say what happens first, uh, JT Miller, number retirement here, or Kreider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JT Miller's never retired. Or, if he came uh, back, what Marty would he wear? Oh, no, yeah, at 47, right? Would he go back to his old number? He wore 47 yeah. as a rookie. Was Barry yeah, wearing 47 right now? That's fine. I don't know what what number nine. is he wearing in what number did he wear in uh, Tampa? No, did he wear twelve or, or uh, no? No, Tyler wore nine. Wore nine. What number did he wear down there? I don't know. Now he didn't wear ten. I don't think. And is, is no, he wearing, wearing ten in Vancouver? Vancouver? Does he come back and wear ninety? Not wearing ninety nine. No. <laughs> Although he would, his old JT Miller would have been cocky enough to to even make that request. Right. Right. He wore he wore ten in Tampa. Okay, maybe we could ask Panarin for uh, ten. Maybe buy Panarin a Rolex yeah, or something. I don't think so. He needs. He I needs don't a, think so. A little bit of cash. You know, and and I just want to end with this, and then yeah, we, we can we, want, we can we go off because yeah. we've been on for a while. If if their plan, what is, can they figure out what the hell their plan is to do with Lebo Hike? Because like what Dan said, he took away playing time. Over a prospects that have futures right. with the franchise to, to get conditioned down in Hartford. What is the plan for this guy? What is the plan? You mean to tell me that Jared Tenorti's no. better than him? I, I mean, just no. Is, is it just Gallant doesn't like him? Like, what is the plan for this guy? He's he's. My, I, my, I just don't my understand. It. He's hitting, just melting away. Ceiling on this one. I. I I don't know. I don't get it. I just don't fucking get it. I don't get it. But whatever. We'll, hopefully we'll get it some kind of resolution. That might be the next thing that gets resolved before anything else. I don't know, man. That's... We'll see. All right. Let's wrap this one up. Yeah, we went, up, right, we went a little bit over. This might, thanks be, one of, this to, might be the uh, longest show of all time. Thanks to Danny McGillicuddy, <laughs> Danny Mack for, uh, for coming on tonight. That was very informative. Good guy. And uh, Very good. Yeah, let's uh, let's go fucking beat the Islanders. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you guys next yes. week. Yes. Happy Later. and healthy. Later.